0: Stupid things, Jory, like I said. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to Stupid Things Drawing Micah Says, episode 29. I am your host, Norm the Master's Dog Dunham, a.k.a. The Evangelical Norm. We are live on YouTube, as always, with our uh, Stupid Things Drawing Micah Says podcast. It is a live thing. I do it live every time. And yes, Pugnacious and Contentious is back. So this is all under the premise of answer a fool according to her folly, lest she be wise in her own eyes. That is the whole premise of why I do this podcast. I know people think uh, it's just mean or whatever, but the reality is, is Jory is building, continues to build a following on Twitter as a false teacher. I think it is worthwhile, just like Elijah did with the prophets of Baal to mock her essentially for the dumb things that she puts out there on Twitter call her to repentance, which is essentially what I do every single time, or at least I hope. I might have missed once or twice, but really the the whole ending of every one of these is just going to be calling her to repentance, showing her her foolishness, calling her to repent, and hopefully if she ever sees this, she will repent and come back into a state of orthodoxy. So, Again, comments are open. Uh, I'll try to look at it. I, I, I have monitor here and, and here. And so it's hard to see all the comments if they come up, but I will try to, to see what's going on. So we're going to jump into it. I would like try to keep these short and sweet. Down to about 10 minutes. The last few have gone a little longer. This one might go a little longer too because there's a lot going on in it. So let's jump into looking at the stupid things Jory Micah says. This time she has, and this is actually going back. I've got, literally have a a three-page Word document of tweets going back to August. And I'm going to try to catch up on the backlog over the next week and a half or so. So here we go. August 25th. Again, this is Jory. Again, there is one God who is in love with the whole world. Our interpretations of this God are many and usually a projection of humanity and thus wrong. We see dimly right now, like looking through a dirty mirror. God is beyond our understanding, no matter how bright we are. Okay. Yeah. I mean, really, Jory. Here's the thing is... You, you say our interpretations of God are many and usually a projection of humanity and thus wrong. You realize this is an interpretation of God. And this seriously is a projection of your humanity. And which, by your own definition here, you're wrong. I mean, first of all, we got to go back to the book of James. And we've got to read, I believe it is James 4. James four four, right? Yeah. James... Four. Four. Where did it go? No, I lost it. Two, two, three, four. Do you not know, you adulterous people, do you not know that friendship with the world is enmity with God? Therefore, every who wishes to be a friend of the world makes himself an enemy of God. So again, we know that. God so loved the world that he gave his own begotten Son, that whoever shall ever believe in him, whosoever will believe in him shall not perish but have everlasting life. We know God loves the world. But this kind of statement, who is in love with the world, with the whole world, this is Jory's way of saying God doesn't judge, God doesn't do, no sin is is being punished or anything like that. God is just worldly. And literally, a violation of what James tells us here. So this is her God, the the God that she has created for herself, the interpretation, which is a projection of her humanity and thus wrong, no matter how bright she is, and we'll get to that here in a second. But this idol that she has created for herself is a projection of herself and is in love with the world, does not judge sin, does not punish sin, is not a righteous God, but just a, a permissive, absentee parent essentially um, who just lets the the people and everyone's his kid no matter what which is uh, again not in accordance with scripture and they just get to do whatever the heck they want this is but then you know she gives an interpretation of God and then she says well it's beyond our our understanding and so on and she continues to go on the same day. She says, I love learning about God through nature. Not sure there is any better way. So again, she's like, one, we, we can't understand God, but we're going to learn about God through nature. And we're going to use that to create our interpretation of God, and which is going to be a, a projection of our humanity and is going to be wrong. So why bother? Why bother, Jory? Why would you even continue to do this? So she, she does these things. And, and again, just like Satan in the garden, many of the things that Jory says are self-refuting. I mean, again, to go, this is who God is and our interpretations of God. Are, you, you've just refuted what you just did. You made a root re- interpretation of God. And then you said, well, it's going to be wrong because it's just a projection of my humanity. And then you go on to talk about, well, we can learn about God through nature and blah blah blah. And the re- here the reasoning is is she's re- completely rejected the the Bible. She's completely rejected it. And she makes another statement in September. And that that is too low. We can't see the whole thing. Let me move that up a little bit. Okay. So she says people have mistaken the word the Bible for the Word of God when the Bible itself says that Jesus is the Word of God who exists in the past, present, and future all at once. No Bible is needed to know the Word of God. That's why if we had no access to a Bible, we could still know Christ. And so again, just like the serpent, little bits of truth put in there. I mean, people can come to know Christ without the Bible, but it is through the Bible, is how God has revealed Himself to us. So she makes these statements and then she tells us why she's able to make these statements because she's completely rejected the Bible. And you're going to she says the Bible tells us that Jesus is the Word of God. But the Bible also tells us that all scripture is God breathed and is good for correction, rebuke, and, and teaching and so on. Right? But oh, we, we're gonna we're gonna put those away. We're not gonna listen to those because those are the words of like John or Paul or Peter or any of these other people, and I only listen to words of Jesus. But then she also rejects some of the words of Jesus because it doesn't coincide with that. So she basically says The Bible is is pointless, and this is how she's able to continue to make her her ridiculous statements because she's essentially proclaimed the Bible is useless. But then she does some other things. So then we get to jump into some other tweets that she made. Um, This is one where she talks about, again, this this transition. This is we're into October. So this is over about three months where she's or two months from August to October, where she completely contradicts herself in many ways. So she, the best part of being an ex-evangelical is I'm no longer bound to that belief system. I don't fear an eternal hell. I don't think the entire Bible is the quote-unquote word of God. I trust my heart and judgment first and foremost, and I will not be shamed made afraid or judged by hypocrites. Okay, one, I mean, it, yeah. So first off, to not feel fear an eternal hell. This again, this is what Satan did in the garden. Satan caused them to question the word of God. And then he also removed the punishment. You know, God said, if you, if you eat from the tree, you will surely die. Satan comes in and goes, did he really say, question the word, you will not surely die. Remove the punishment. This is what she does. I don't fear an eternal hell. Again, she she discounts the Bible, the entire Bible. She only picks and chooses what she wants, but then calls people hypocrites, which is, I mean, it's just completely hypocritical to pick and choose parts of the Bible and then, uh, you know, get mad at other people because they use parts of the Bible that you don't like. But you've thrown out half of it as well. I trust my heart and my judgment. Okay, again, the heart is wicked above all things. The Bible tells us this. But, again, she's discounted all of that. So, But then here's the, here's the most ridiculous part. And this is what I wanted to get to. And then we're going to wrap this whole thing up. The most ridiculous part of this is then she, she goes into this tirade the next day where she's talking about apparently somebody you know came at her and questioned her intelligence. And she says, don't confuse your evangelical quiet time with my 11 years of Bible college and seminary. So here's this a, a, appeal to education this logical fallacy of I did this and my body. but but um, I thought you saw it, said that learning about God by through nature was the best way. Why are you Why are you making such a a proud proclamation of your your seminary education when learning about God by nature is the best way? And and God, we can't understand Him anyway. So why why what what? And then she even goes on to go. Please don't confuse your evangelical pastor for my Oxford grad thesis advisor. Seminary matters. No it doesn't, Jory. You just said just 2 months ago you said that it's best to learn about God through nature. And but now here you are. You're puffed up. You're like, "My teacher is I studied under Gamaliel." And right? I mean, it she's literally you know and we'll get to next week. I've got a couple others where she she literally puts herself on the same level as Jesus and Paul. So, I mean, but again, here I am. I've made an interpretation of God and I said that all interpret or our our interpretations of God our human interpretations are wrong because they're projections of our humanity and blah blah blah. It's better to learn about God through nature. I'm I'm I no longer believe in the Bible. I'm all on my own out here. I'm just making stuff up as I want. And then Um, she's going to brag about her education. So again, all this stuff she does that just comes back on itself and, and because she, she's in the moment, she's trying to read a room and garner following in, you know, her liberal little worldview sphere of drawing in all these people and she's doing it continually over and over and over again. She's building up this, this platform of and making these false teach false teachings, presenting them to these people and leading people astray, literally leading people down a path of destruction. And again, my prayer for you, Jory, if you ever see this is that you would repent. I know. Don't tell me to repent. It's a, it's a bad thing. Hypocrite, blah, blah, blah. I'm a man. Oh, evil man. But, Repent, believe the gospel, read the Bible, trust the Bible. I mean, and this can only be done through the power of the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit has to do this. And I'm hoping and praying daily that that I could put this podcast to bed and, and at some point in time say, Jory has rejoined us within orthodoxy as a true sister in Christ. But at this point, she is literally an enemy of God. According to James, she has made herself an enemy of the cross and she is in danger of hellfire. And all these people that she is gathering to follow her on Twitter, she's and she is leading down this path to destruction. This, this path of, of heretical, unorthodox, false teaching And again, I said it earlier in an episode of of False Teacher of the Week. I firmly believe this, that all of these false teachers that are leading people astray are going to stand there while each of these people that they deceived walks up to Christ and says, Lord, Lord, did we not do these things in your name? Because they believe they're Christians because of what she is wrongly teaching them. And she's going to have to be forced to watch whether it's tens or hundreds or thousands of people say this to Christ and hear him say to them, depart from me, you worker of iniquity. I never knew you. And then she'll stand before him herself and he'll say those words to her and she with them and ever the, the Hades and the devil and the demons will all be cast into a lake of fire. And my prayer is that she could repent before that end comes and other than that i don't have strong feelings about it thanks guys for hanging out being a part of this um hopefully it was helpful hopefully we'll see. I mean, God's going to do what God's going to do. And I just, I'm just here to say the words. So, um, thank you. If you haven't already hit the like and share button that makes the algorithm send this stuff out to more and more people who are interested in this stuff. Hit subscribe. If you haven't hit the notification, get all the stuff i release here on the evangelical norm channel. Got a couple of unsolicited episodes coming up soon with some really good, uh, Christian hip hop music. So stay tuned for that over the next couple of days. Thank you again. And as always, Preach the gospel at all times. Use words. They're necessary. Until next time, Soli Deo Gloria.